Luke Walton Talks Lakers is presented by Big Baller Brand. LeVar spoke Lonzo to the Lakers into existence, and now we're speaking this sponsorship into existence. Big Baller Brand, stay in your lane. Big Baller Brands is not affiliated with Luke Walton Talks Lakers, nor is Luke Theodore Walton, head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, to be conflated with Luke Francis Walton, co-host of the show and member of the band Fond. This is Luke Walton Talks Lakers. I'm Jonathan Gilly, and joining us, as always, from our studio in Los Angeles, it's Luke Coach Walton. What up, Coach? What's good, John? We are also joined by a special guest this evening, Luke, and friend of the pod, Alex Manessis. What up, Maness? What's up? Uh, we're also drinking during this podcast, so cheers, everybody. Cheers. <laughs> let's uh let's throw a roll call what are we drinking here i currently have uh sierra nevada pale ale in my glass uh i have a stone vengeful spirit ipa i'm out of beer so i'm drinking a cut water lime margarita which is 12.5 percent alcohol so my takes there we go great. wow we'll, we'll leave <laughs> no. alex's stuff till the end <laughs> <laughs> And and Alex, I I wonder if we'll hear you uh, pop a second one of those like halfway through when we're like talking a little too much Lakers for you. I do have a, a couple more here, so it's not out of the question. My boss is out tomorrow. Um, all right, let's dig into it. I want to thank all of our followers. Uh, please subscribe to our pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, the new Google Podcast app, or wherever you get your pods. If you're enjoying wherever. the pod, <laughs> wherever. <laughs> I've, I've said that. I've said this intro like 28 <laughs> times now. <laughs> Uh, if you're enjoying this pod, 27, oh, okay, 27. If you're enjoying this pod, uh, please share with your friends and throw us a five star on iTunes, please. Uh, please, please follow us on social media at www.lukewaltontoxlakers.com. Let's do it. Thank you, Luke. So, we're going to jump into our favorite first game, a quick round of in or out. So, uh, we'll go Luke first, then Alex, then me. So, uh, Luke, in or out. Lakers signing Tyson Chandler uh, now that he's been bought out by the Suns and assuming that he clears waivers in like another 40 hours. In. Is that an in? In. Beautiful. Alex, in or out? In. Yeah, I, it's going to be unanimous here. Totally in on this one. Uh, <clears throat> next up, Luke, in or out? Zubot's finally playing well as a result of added pressure now that Chandler is coming. Freaking hilarious! Uh, I think it. I think it was. I. I'm not. I'm out because I don't think it's gonna last. I think it was a one game thing, uh, and also situation. I mean, playing against uh, Portland allowed for a slightly slower pace. So out. All right, Alex is out. Uh, Luke is out. Alex, what say you? I am out. Uh, Portland's cast of random white bigs is not exactly <laughs> anything to write home about. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm in on this because he had no reason to play well against them aside from what Alex just said, and he out of nowhere had a good game. So I think he's uh, I think he's worried that he's going to get cut, and Jonathan Williams is going to get his roster spot uh, when we mm -hmm. sign Tyson Chandler. 
Something he's motivated. Very, very real possibility. Uh, all right, Luke. In or out? Coach Luke needed the win last night against the Blazers to keep his job. Out. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. Alex. Out, but it, it was nice to get like some of the pressure off because it just builds from there. Yeah, for sure. I'm out on this as well. I don't think it was going to come down to one game, but it definitely helps to get a nice win against a, a you know a good team in the West. Um, all right, last one, in or out, Luke. Uh, the story about Magic Johnson, quote, admonishing Luke Walton uh, because of their slow start is a narrative crafted or twisted by Woj, but not based on hard reporting or facts. I'm in on this. I like your guy. I, I can't take credit, though. I, I was just in on the text thread, and I agree with the conspiracy theory that you two are coming up with. Okay, Alex, I assume you're in on this as well. I'm actually in on the portion about Woj's uh, story, but I'm I'm out on the idea that it's a false narrative. I think there's some truth to it. Mm. Oh, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's one strike against you before we kick you off this podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm in on this 100%. I, I think that like ESPN has had this thing locked and loaded in the tank cannon for like three months. And they've just been waiting for a chance to fire this sucker off. They knew it was a matter of time. Um, all right. So with that said, we were going to jump into to kind of talking about that. So uh, I guess it was yesterday. The three of us were texting and I was saying that I think this is a bunch of BS. I think it's, you know, um, just kind of a crafted narrative by ESPN. And Alex made us aware of sort of a theory about Woj. Uh, so, Alex, can you please make the case for us that Woj is a snake, especially when it comes to LeBron? So, one of the main um, things to know about Woj is there's a reason he never used to break Cavs news or LeBron news. It's he doesn't have sources. That's why when, uh, well, at least within the Cavs or more specifically within LeBron's camp. So, I guess now the Lakers. Um, but basically. Yeah, there was a nice Reddit thread that summed this up nicely called Woj really doesn't like LeBron. And it summed up like 10 columns he's written over the years, written over the years um, that are really critical of LeBron, but in a Skip Bayless type of way, criticizing Uh. him for not taking the last (laughs) shot in the all-star game. Uh, One headline was uh, King. Let's see. It was King James left the playoffs a loser. Um, <laughs> criticizing him for poor shot selection in the 2007 finals, which, while true, I don't think that Cavs team had much of a choice. Um, and there's just a, there's at least like 10 examples of him writing, you know, very critical pieces on LeBron. And if you ever re- read, uh, read any of Woj's opinion pieces, they're not, there's a clear agenda in them. And it seems to be, and the theory is, Basically, he writes hit pieces about people he doesn't get information from. And then he writes nice things about people he does get information from. Interesting. Um, So the idea in this case being that, you know, this is just another in a long line of anti-LeBron pieces from Woj. Um, I do think it's interesting that, like, most of Woj's opinion pieces lately have been co-authored by either Zach Lowe or Ramona Shelburne or Wendy, or Dave McMenamin, but this was a it's pure he's a bad Woj writer. author. But I know, but this was a pure Woj author. 
This was not co-written. He's not good at writing. No, or he's speaking not. live on television. Really... Oh, he he's, was he's so made bad on the most recent low post. Yeah, he needs Twitter. He's really bad in all other forms of media. Um, so, uh, Alex, you said before that you were kind of like hot and cold, a little in, a little out on this. So you do believe that this is sort of, that this falls in line with this sort of theory, but you still think that there is actually something to the story. I think there is something to the story. Now, what's interesting, I saw somebody else report, independent of Woj, and I forget who it was, so I'm not going to cite them, um, that the conversation was about uh, Magic being upset with the Lakers' lack of clear offensive system, which I found a little funny. Uh, because the Lakers are, I believe, eighth in offensive efficiency, which is yeah, pretty good seven, for a seven, team. They were seventh at the time. Okay, yeah. So as of today, they're eighth in offensive efficiency. And that's pretty good, especially for a team that's got a whole bunch of new pieces that are major contributors and then a bunch of young guys. Like, I think they're like fourth or fifth in uh, effective field goal percentage. There's a whole bunch of reasons to think it's actually a pretty good offensive team. And that they will only improve as they kind of learn to play together. Um, it's their defense that's the problem. So I don't know why Magic is bringing up their offense as a, a point of issue. I'll tell you why. It's because he's not. It's because this is all fabricated and has been loaded up in the ESPN take cannon for three months. Well, that... The, that's one theory, or the other theory is Magic doesn't know what the hell he's doing. I mean, which he, I, he, it's probably blasphemous on in, this pod. But in fairness, the last time he coached the Lakers, he did leave saying coaching's not for me. So <laughs> he's kind of told us that before. Uh, I, Luke, I also don't think he's much of an analytics guy. I don't think he's much of an analytics guy. So mm-hmm. I, I, I could see if you're if you're not looking at the numbers, this team's ugly. <laughs> you, you mean a team that signed Lance Stevenson, Rajon Rondo, and JaVale McGee doesn't look at advanced numbers? Hey, don't forget no about way. Michael Beasley. Don't leave Michael Beasley out. I forgot yeah. he was on the team until like don't two days ago that. when someone mentioned it. He's been out um, for personal reasons the last several games. Not like it would matter. He wouldn't be playing. So that's what we're calling being high now? Hey, he apparently <laughs> got into law school at USC. Uh, no. So I'm wondering if... That's that's the what? report I heard. He was wearing a USC law school shirt the other day. So I'm wondering right, if he has does, like law school stuff going on. In or out, Michael Beasley has a higher LSAT score than I do. <laughs> in. I'm going to go in. Damn. I mean, between the two of you, one person got into law school. So <laughs> Yeah, I didn't apply. <laughs> Hey, you miss all the shots you uh, don't take, right? I'm assuming he got in the same way. Like, basically, this is how high too. I don't know if you've <laughs> ever seen that movie. Um. So, Luke, given I'm so uh, getting sued for this episode. Given, uh, given what Alex, uh, in light of all of the things that Alex has shared with us about sort of this Woj conspiracy, how do you feel about mm-hmm. the reports regarding Coach and Magic? I think they had a meeting. I think that the meeting <laughs> this went... just in. <laughs> I think they actually sat down and talked to each other. And I think that like part of the conversation was, wow, this team isn't very good yet. But I don't I don't I don't think that the end of it was it's it's your fault. <laughs> yeah. Like, these players that like uh, 
like okay last night we'll we'll get into last night more intensely but last night it was a team that had almost zero turnovers in the third quarter built up a 20 point lead and then coughed up the ball 10 times in the fourth it's like okay okay yeah is that the coach it no, seems it's like to me, it's young players being young. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, because I mean, well, okay. But here's a question: I did not watch the game, so this is entirely based on reading the Twitter and like box score tea leaves. Uh, but mm-hmm. what I heard about the fourth quarter was that they basically slowed down and tried to play a more traditional half court game on offense, and that they uh, stopped trying to push the pace, stopped trying to score in transition, and that it was in those half court sets that they had all those turnovers and lost their momentum. Given that you actually watched uh, yes. the game, would you agree with that? Yes, I would. Um, but I would counter by saying, okay, so Rondo was conducting the half-court offense efficiently in the third quarter. He got his fifth foul early in the fourth, so got yeah. pulled. Um, so we were running with Brandon How does Ingram someone who doesn't point. play defense get five fouls? Because he's it's an asshole. It's because he's reaching. He's reaching the whole time. And, and an he was asshole. also he, people. People were posting him up. People were posting him up, and he was just pushing them. Did you see that because. he almost got Zach Collins <laughs> to give him a high five on the free throw line? Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> He's so close to getting someone to do it again. So He's gotten people to do it before. I know, but not as a Laker. <laughs> he was okay, so which close. Which is better, him uh, high fiving people on the other team at the free throw line, or Al Horford's flinch? I didn't see Al Horford's <laughs> flinch. What happened? Oh, have you never seen this? When every time like there's a free throw, Al Horford will like flinch at the rebound oh, to like oh, oh, make oh. a joke. Sorry, yeah, I thought he, I thought he flopped or this better. Uh, no, no the, he, the Rondo he, thing. The Rondo thing because it's not uh, weird. It's it, it's intentional. <laughs> it's not it's it's not a, a subconscious reaction. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's weird that Horford is scared of that. Um, okay, so. Luke, are you kind of in the? You're kind of with Alex, and there was a meeting. They obviously talked about stuff, but Luke came out of the meeting, and when when he was interviewed about it, uh, they some reporter asked him about his job, and his response was, he said, "I'm going to be here a long time." Actually, sorry, it was, "I'm going to be here a long time." <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> so no, you're I, in the, you're I, kind I, of you're kind of on the same page I'm as not, Alex. Then I I wouldn't say so because Alex is saying that there was some element of magic being like you got to do a better job. I think the I think what was going on was like how do we get these guys to develop faster? Not like it's because you're a bad coach. I think it's more maybe it's because of the lineups, but like mm. obviously there have been weird things standing in the way of having optimal lineups. And the fact that Brandon Ingram and Rondo were out yeah, yes, because of the yes. suspension, I think yielded positive results because now we're seeing Kuzma with an increased role. And yeah, there's still like this this team's weird. Like who who doesn't admit this team is bizarre, and so it's really yeah. weird finding out what everyone's role is. How do we work in Hart, Bi, and Kuzma, like with sufficient minutes? That's really tough. How do like Lonzo isn't the same floor general as Rondo, so Lonzo isn't as good at, at half court sets and like directing screens and stuff like that. He needs like a more like flow kind of offense, and like last night's game, it was a slower paced second half. So we needed Rondo so, to be in there. I, I think, yeah, the, the, that it. brings up a whole other point. Like, what did they expect this team to be at this point? Because all of LeBron's teams, like, when he's new, 
to the team started slow. I think the Heat were nine and eight. The mm-hmm. the Cavs were barely above five hundred at the All Star break the first year, if I remember right. Like, what mm-hmm. do they honestly expect from this team that was just kind of like you sent somebody to the grocery store with only half the list? That's why I don't think that there's anything to this. And and also like Luke's if if Magic calls him in and says, "Hey, why are you guys, you know, at the time like uh what three and three and five? He can look at him and say, "Yeah, we've played eight games, and like two of our like you know six most important guys have collectively missed six of those games. Like, there's your record, man. Like, yeah. So and, to Alex's a, point, like, it's not an offensive thing. And the record would be better if LeBron hit two free throws, and if we right. were able to play any amount of defense in the fourth quarter. Yes, or wasn't shooting twenty percent from three. <clears throat> exactly." Stuff that should, over the course of a regular season, like flatten out at least a little bit. So here's my I mean, last. The Kings are five and four. That's not going to last. Okay, so here's my here's my <laughs> here's my final argument, right? For here's my final argument for uh, for why this is not a real story. Uh. There is no way that between Magic Johnson and Luke Walton, the word "admonished" was used once <laughs> in that meeting. <laughs> I, I've followed Magic Johnson on Twitter for a long time, right? I know that that word is not, like, he does not have that at the ready in his vocabulary. You know who I think the Luke source was? Who, who was it, Luke? Who? Jim motherfucking bus. <laughs> does he have any role in the team anymore? Or is he completely no. just fired and he just gets Court checks? ordered. Court ordered out. Yeah. He had, he had a restraining order placed on him. <laughs> Can we refer to that's, him exclusively like as Jim motherfucking bus for the, <laughs> for the entirety of the rest of the history of this podcast? <laughs> All right. He's Jim motherfucking bus. <laughs> you can't fail at a job harder than he did. Uh, yes, I like, can. Phil Jackson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I heard to be a funny, fair, at least I, he got Chris Stapps. Yeah, he did get Chris Stapps. You know who? You know who? Uh, I do love the uh, the like the conspiracy theory from Knicks fans that like Phil actually Phil actually did an amazing job because they're gonna end up with Kyrie and Chris Stapps and Kevin Durant and uh, Frank. I'm not gonna call him what Steph called him um, <laughs> on the same team, and that that was all because of. Uh, that was all because that was one hundred percent on purpose. By the way, like, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, um, look it up if you don't know. <laughs> um, so you, you know who else would use the word admonish? Hmm. Um, no, no, no other, no other guesses. Uh, how about uh, Rob Lowe, our GM? That seems like it would be in his his vocabulary. There's no way Rob Lowe is going to the media or trying to push uh, Luke out already. No, that's true. It would also be in Kobe's vocabulary, but I don't think Kobe would do that. Either. Oh, I like this conspiracy theory. Kobe <laughs> sowing discord Kobe, in the Lakers Kobe just Kobe to maintain his legacy. Because <laughs> he can't see Magic go down as the greatest Laker of all time. So and now here is a conspiracy theory I'm 100% on board with. So Alex, I didn't I didn't send you this, but uh I was in a bookstore the other day and I saw uh I I there was a copy of the of Kobe's new book Mamba Mentality, which is it's like a coffee table book, right? It's it's not like a like a, you know, little it's not like a normal book you would 
you know, read and then put away. It's like meant to be set out and it's full of beautiful photos. The, the first like centerfold photo in the whole thing is him dunking on LeBron. Of course. That of has course to be intentional. Yeah. It should have been. See, that's the wrong photo. If we we're going to do this the right way, it had to be him dunking on Dwight, Dwight Howard. Howard Dwight was you. on the magic. That should have been the first photo in that book. I think that's too much credit to Dwight Howard. No. He was plus 27 in tonight's game. Apparently the only good wizard. How many did they lose by? <laughs> good question. I didn't actually see the score. <laughs> um, Would have been good to look up. All right. So uh, I guess two things I've learned tonight. Woj is a snake. And these podcasts go real long when we drink. Um, so moving on to the next point. Uh, there is a, there, there have been reports. It seems fairly confirmed. Uh, that after um, Tyson Chandler clears waivers because he was just bought out by the Suns, uh, that he intends to sign with the Lakers, assuming that no one else makes a waiver claim on him, which all reports are would be very unlikely. So, Alex... Yeah, especially at like $13 million a year or whatever he's getting paid. Yeah, can you give us a couple quick bullets about sort of what the Lakers are getting in Tyson Chandler? So the good news is they're finally getting a center. Uh, a real center and not just an athlete who dunks and has no idea what to do on defense like JaVale. Um, hey, LeBron says he's the defensive player of the year. He leads I the mean, league the with la- 3.6 dunks per game, which is one more dunk than Anthony Davis had last year. I mean, that's nice. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I've, I've, has- I've, I've slandered this guy so much that I have a lot of ground to make up. He, you know, he's actually playing a lot better than I thought he would, which, you know, that doesn't mean a lot, but, um, Kobe agrees. Tyson, Tyson Chandler is a, uh, he's a good pick and roll defender. I mean, he was defensive player of the year in 2012, I believe when he was his first year with the Knicks. Um, he's still a good rebounder. I saw, and I think his rebound rate is like 20% still, um, Last year, his defensive plus-minus was like, I think it was still positive, his real plus-minus on defense, which I don't, I don't know how much you guys buy into that kind of made-up ESPN stat, but, I mean, he, that also puts him on par in defensive plus-minus with Jokic, so take that stat with a grain of salt. But uh, he should still be able to play 15, 20 minutes of good defense a night, you know, finish at the rim when need be, set some hard screens, uh, make it so you don't have to play uh, Kuzma at the five anymore. So mm-hmm. all God. good things. Thank God. Or Zubats. Uh, or Zubats. So Luke, <laughs> given kind of what we know about Tyson and what, what Alex just kind of said, how do you see him fitting in with the team? Um, we'll start with that. Um, exactly the same way. I'm saying 10, 15 minutes a game. Um, you know, since he's, since he's older, I think he's 36. Um, giving us quality minutes, uh, not not expecting him to do too much, so he can kind of exhaust himself. You know, <laughs> like yeah. like go out and play as hard as you possibly can for twelve minutes. Yeah, that's that's what I'm looking for. Um, and yeah, if if we can have somebody that can be a defensive stopper, our second unit, depending on who who we're kind of rolling with, like Ingram's getting a lot of touches with the second unit, Hart is getting a lot of touches with the second unit, like, and if Rondo is the guy that's kind of orchestrating, there should be touches around the rim and that should open up some spacing, particularly for someone like Ingram. Cause he, 
he's kind of lacking in tough screens right now because usually the guy that's setting the screen is like Zubats or Williams um, yeah. and, or, Hart, or like or KCP. Hart. Hart, Hart, Hart or Hart. Hart exactly. Like, there was a great quote last night. I'll find mm-hmm. exactly what it was, but someone asked Hart like how he's doing and he's like, well, it's been an adjustment, you know, going from being the starting point guard to coming off the bench as a power forward. That's true. <laughs> last night he was playing the four. Yeah. He really was. He was he was guarding uh Zach Collins. Collins. Yeah. Yeah, all the matchup and data I saw said that he was basically guarding Collins the whole game. It and it was weird. I mean, he out, he overperformed how he should against Collins. Um so like kudos to Hart for like making something out of that, but every possession they were feeding not every possession, but in the third, they were really feeding Collins thinking that there was a matchup discrepancy between him and Hart and Hart had enough defensive stops like one-on-one on the block that a 20-point lead was able to be built like that was really on heart playing the four really well um, and so, it wasn't pretty he wasn't so pretty good, man i don't know how we lucked into finding him uh, the the i'm forgetting his name but like i think his name is john bus he's in our scouting department is i think the guy he's the youngest brother yeah yeah he's oh the, jimmy he's, he's the youngest one um and he's the one who like jesse. found jesse Nance. bush jesse Jesse Bus, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's Jesse. Jesse is the one who like, who like found Clarkson. He found Nance. He found Kuzma. He found Hart. Like, this dude is on fire. And if you follow him on Instagram, all of his Instagram stories are him on the uh, elliptical or no, the or like like a uh, stationary bike. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one. That's awesome. <laughs> um. So Luke, how do you see this kind of affecting? Yeah, uh, Jonathan Williams, who is a a, a pod favorite mm-hmm. and uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, not a pod favorite, Avika Zubats. I uh, I think Zubats is either going to get cut or traded for like almost nothing to the Kings. Uh, and yeah, I know, really <laughs> possibility because um, we don't want to take on more salary, so I don't know. Cut might be more likely, and then Jonathan Williams. I think we're going to use that two way spot and just put him back on the defenders soon. To, to save up a little bit more of his eligibility because he has 45 days. I think that he's used because the defenders started like I think recently. I think the G League started what two weeks ago, if that. I believe like their training that that's camp. correct. Um, so he he's probably only eaten 14 days because the the 45 day contract starts at the beginning of the G League. I believe that the first few games were yeah. not under that. I, so I, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Which I don't really know how he's getting paid, but whatever. Um, <laughs> not my problem. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I think we'll just cash him in the G League, pull him up maybe at some point. But I don't think we're going to necessarily use another roster spot on him, at least at this time. We might open one up by cutting Zubats, but that's that's my take on that, at least. Yeah, it seems to me like, to your point, we, we, don't, have to, we don't have to give him up when he runs out of his time. Um, and yeah, if we exactly. if we find ourselves in a place where we do need him, we can always cut Zoo and sign him to a or cut Beasley and sign him to a ten day contract, right? Yeah, something like that. Uh, but we can't cut Beasley. I think until what December fifteenth is that the yeah yeah basically time until that we can year. move on free agents. Yeah, that is correct. Um, this isn't on our agenda, but uh, since we're talking about adding people, there are reports of two. Cavaliers shooters potentially being available via trade. Kyle Korver and J.R. Smith. Like huh. any any thoughts on either of those guys? Obviously, someone like KCP is not available to be traded right now. Um, 
But if those guys were available and could be had without giving up any of our young core, which seems unlikely, would you want to see that? Pass on uh, J.R. Smith at this point, but yeah. Corver's worth it. Yeah. What do you think he's worth? A couple second-round picks? You, yeah, Corver's a... Yeah, probably two seconds. Yeah, I mean, we've uh, seen... I'm not sure I'd give up a first for no. him at yeah. this age. I mean, we've yeah. seen what J.R. did to Jordan Clarkson's neck. I don't think we want our dudes <laughs> showing up with, like, a neck full of throat tats. Um, Clarkson would be so crushed if he lost his BFF, JR. Oh, man. He, it's crazy. He went straight for the throat. <laughs> throat tattoos. I'd be willing to bet that the tortilla soup is much better in L.A. than Cleveland, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, Henny tastes the same everywhere you Henny go. Henny tastes the same on both coasts. <laughs> uh, this podcast oh. is brought, we'd like to take a few moments to shout out our sponsor, Hennessy. Never set, never stop, never settle. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> does anyone else think it's weird that that uh, the Hennessy commercials are uh, are narrated by Nas and they're all about athletes? No, I don't find that weird at all. <laughs> Maybe that's all we need to know about about Hennessy. Um, funny enough, Meta World Peace was on a recent episode of Shark Tank. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. It was an episode where Charles Barkley was a guest investor, was a guest shark. <laughs> and Charles Barkley invested uh, in like this keto diet shake. Of course he did. And he, he, oh, he wow. admitted that he knows nothing about, about ketosis or the keto diet. But that he's struggled with weight loss, and so any new thing that could help other people help like address their weight loss, he's down for. That was literally the joke I was going to make. It was like, oh, Charles Barkley's on, you better sell him on weight loss. That's, that's what it was. And uh, so Meta World Peace came in with this, this t-shirt company called Buttercloth. Oh, it's not Panda's Friend? He's given up on Panda's Friend? I think he's given up on Panda's Friend. But the, my favorite part is that the head designer for this company uh, was the... Head designer for Affliction for 10 years. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, I look forward to their UFC sponsorship. <laughs> no, the what butter shirts butter look cloth? nice, though. They're butter like button-ups, and they're supposed to... Metal World Peace came in to attest to their six-way stretch capabilities, and then he dunked a basketball while wearing one. How Was much bedazzling is there? What, what, Alex? How much bedazzling is there? There was no bedazzling. Did it oh, look like a regulation hoop? It looked a Can little get low. Up? It looked a yeah, little yeah, low. Yeah, I think it's a little low. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, enough about <laughs> Hennessy. Um, so, Luke, we talked about it a little bit, but just want to touch on uh, last night's game. We beat the Blazers. Like you said, we had a 20-point lead in the third quarter. I think we only ended up beating them by four. Um, mm-hmm. Any thoughts or anything you want to mention about that quickly? We should have won by 15. Yeah. Um, okay. Number one thing out of that, LeBron finished the game by going to the hoop. What an idea. But, like, thank you for learning from your very recent mistakes of, like, chucking fadeaway threes. You know, like, he actually drove to the rim. In, in, in fairness, I just want to say, he did the same thing against Dallas, was fouled, made one or two free throws, which, yep. which gave us the yep. lead. So maybe he's... Maybe he's realizing, okay, I need to be a little more aggressive. 
Totally. And I think he's also realizing that his, his shot hasn't been falling recently. And uh, you got to do what you got to do with that. Um, okay, that's my number one, like, impactful thing that happened. Um, secondly, uh, future Laker guard Damian Lillard was having his way with us in the fourth quarter. It was literally every possession that he was, and it was easy drives. Like, I mean, they were they were highly technical. A lot of them were like were like really tricky reverses and like just expert level cutting through the paint. But he was making us look foolish in there and yeah. getting at ones. Yeah, that, that's that, every, that's what got him. Yeah, everything. The fourth again, quarter I was not able to watch time. the game, but everything I saw was that future Laker point guard Damian Lillard was just penetrating our perimeter defense at will. It was masterful, and then CJ um, did his CJ stuff and like hit like mid-range jumpers right in brandon ingram's face i heard that ingram was actually doing a nice job against him he was he was no that's not a dig on ingram it was like cj was just uh, hitting mid-range jumpers that's what he does yeah i mean the dollar store warriors will do that to you once in a while (laughs) (laughs) so true so true hey you're just mad because their point guard is better at rapping than everybody on your team no, that's perfectly fine. I'm just tired of Portland talking like they matter. <laughs> <laughs> they only matter at home. Beat uh, the Pelicans and then come talk to me. There you go. That's just hard to do, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying, um, Jennifer. Rajon Rondo, plus 28. Our that's bench something. won the game for us. We were outscored. Our starters were outscored by their starters last night. And I really, I think it was because of Rayshon and Hart between the two. Like, Hart was playing masterful defense, hit some really clutch threes. Um, and uh, yeah, like the orchestration like, all even them. made Lance look good. So, Yeah. I can't believe that we've seen Lance, I think, three times now do the, like, palm the ball in the dude's face and wave it around mm-hmm. play. He just needs to stop. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to try to do that against someone like Kawhi <clears throat> and just have have Kawhi like who has stronger hands nab the ball mid mid <laughs> mid squat it. and palm it away from him <clears throat> something like that over under on number of times that he does <laughs> the ball palm I think we're going to see it at least 15 times this year <laughs> Is that more or less than the number of good Lance games. Sorry, that's assuming that he's here with us the whole season. Ooh. I think it is exactly the same number of good games we'll see out of Lance. I think those numbers <laughs> have a perfect correlation. <clears throat> um, all right. So uh, we've got some games coming up. We're actually playing a game right now. I don't uh, like this bold. I'm about to watch the game. We're we're playing. Uh, I a, wouldn't recommend that based on the score. Yeah, we're playing ah. the Raptors tonight, and we were very hopeful because Kawhi is sitting. Uh, the score right now is fifty uh. to twenty three. No <laughs> Ra- Raptors. <laughs> no way. With, with eight minutes and forty three seconds left what? in the second quarter. Uh, oh. the, the score of this the first box quarter score makes me think that this box score makes me think that Serge Ibaka is actually his stated age. He has 20 points already. <laughs> um, so the, the first quarter was oh. 42 points to Toronto, 17 oh. points to the Lakers. 
Granted, Ibaka's we just played a, a tough game last night against Portland. We kind of knew that we were coming into this back-to-back, but I think we, were, we got our hopes up a little bit because Kawhi wasn't playing. But uh, So, guys, predictions. How do we think this game is going to end? Ibaka's got 20 points in 10 minutes. He's, He's only got played... 20 and 5 in, in 10 minutes. Yeah, in 10 minutes. Maybe he is 29. <laughs> How did the Lakers only score 17 points in the first quarter? I'm, I'm not. Um, I'm not. I'm not necessarily surprised about the 42 by the Raptors. I'm just more surprised by the 17. Six turnover. Well, they were. They're 10 for 29 shooting. So that might explain uh, okay. it. Okay. That yeah, we're only shooting 31 percent, and we're zero wow. percent from three. We're 05. Wow. There's not that eh, I guess six turnovers is I don't know I operate on the warrior scale scale where turnovers don't matter. <laughs> that is gonna bite you in the ass, and I can't <laughs> wait for it to to do that. Uh, sure, maybe 2022. <laughs> Man, the, your owner's hubris is gonna come back. What did what did he say? Light years. Joey Light years. Light years. Joey Light years. Yeah. Oh my god. We're light years ahead. Oh god. Won two championships since then. Don't, let's not talk about the 3-1 the lead. Yeah. I will give you... Okay, so... Like, the light years thing is one thing, but I'm 100% with you on the, the hashtag Steph better. Like, I live oh, in the yeah. Bay Area, and there are all these, these like, fake Warrior fans who are, who are going crazy, like, oh my gosh, Steph's so good. He's amazing. It's like, did you not watch him, like, three years ago? When he was a unanimous MVP? Anyone who was around for pre-We Believe stuff knows that Steph is single-handedly turned his franchise around. Well, that and the sale of the, the team to the Lakeups. Hey, you got to give, give David Lee some credit. And, uh, and Andrew you know Bogut. I will give and Andrew David. Bogut. Laker great Andrew Bogut. And Mark Jackson, huh. potential future Laker coach. <laughs> I saw a report this he's, weekend he's that was clutch. like, I, I literally saw a report that said if Luke Walton does get fired, look for Jason Kidd and Mark Jackson to be leading candidates. And I cackled. I just like I was like, oh my god, what, a way to ruin a franchise in one tweet. Mark Jackson <laughs> is rep by clutch. That's that's not worth uh, ignoring. No. But I I don't think Luke's going anywhere. And for the sake of our podcast, he shouldn't. Okay, the only way that I'm okay with that is if AD comes in the process. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so Alex. Uh, I I do want to take this moment uh, to to say that that while I'm all with I'm with you on the Steph better uh, hashtag, we really need to start seeing the Clay better hashtag. No, it's got to be Clay better. Clay better. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm all in. I'm uh, not future Laker Clay Thompson being the best warrior. <laughs> At least the one I'd want to hang out with most. Uh, all right. Well, it's currently 52 to 30. There's six and a half minutes left in the second quarter. Uh, I think it's fair Ugh. to say that the Lakers will be four and six after this game, um, which is okay. That's why we needed that win last night. Next couple games we have coming up, we've got uh, Timberwolves at Lakers on Wednesday. Uh, then we have... Is Jimmy Butler playing? What's up? Is Jimmy Butler still playing for the Timberpups? It is unclear at this time. 
You have to hope that Jimmy Butler is playing because with your weakness at center, the, the only way you guys will lose that game is if Cat is playing well. So if Jimmy Butler plays, you should win. You clearly did not see the the last <laughs> game against the Timberwolves. He was like No, I did he not. He was like 12 of 12 from 3 and had the best <laughs> yeah. game of his whole career. <laughs> he was a terror. Yeah, was but you rather risk him doing that than have Cat get buckets on you. Yeah, but we can like run Carl Anthony Cantor off the floor. Oh, and oh, we'll have Tyson I'm Chandler. Glad Kat. I'm glad that's catching on. <laughs> and we'll have Tyson Chandler, right? So we'll be able to just foul the crap out of him. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've got Timberwolves on Wednesday, and then we've got the greatest back to back ever. We've yes. got a game at the Kings on Saturday, and then at the Hawks on Sunday. Yeah, I really hope we win both of those games. If not, fire Luke. Cole. <laughs> not fire Coach Luke. I was in Sacramento today, and all the Kings fans are freaking out right now because they're like six and two or something. And like it's the best start. Like, maybe we don't suck. Yeah, like maybe <laughs> maybe that's what happens when you get first round picks for nine years in a row. Some of them finally work out. <laughs> Willie Colley Stein better than uh, better than Nerland Sowell and Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> Um, not well, than no, Carl Anthony but... Towns yet. 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 Depends how much longer Jimmy Butler is a Timberwolf. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, is, is, is Cantor playing good defense this year? Carl Anthony Cantor? Uh, I didn't know he was playing anything well this year. Well, I know he had a, like a, a couple weeks stretch last year where he decided to play defense again, and everyone was like, oh, there we go, he's fine. But then he reverted back to not playing any defense. Although that hasn't yeah, stopped James Harden. Too early so. Oh, they're a mess. Oh, it makes Luke so happy. Makes everyone so happy. They have a championship hangover just by winning nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Like man, that was a tough game seven. <laughs> <laughs> that that we lost. <laughs> Live by the three, die by the three, and they died by the three. Hopefully, hopefully for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> a lasting death. It's the Carmelo you guys effect. Have... Oh, I love him on that team. Who didn't see this coming? Uh the Rockets. Apparently, Daryl Morey. <laughs> yeah, Daryl Morey. <laughs> Uh, do you guys have anything else to add about uh, recent happenings? I would like to add Umba. it's too early to panic ah, for, uh, for Lakers fans. Thank you. I appreciate that. Are you sure about that? Because it's currently 54 to 32 against the Toronto. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, well, tonight tonight is already decided, so there's no reason to panic over that. Hey, 22-point <laughs> deficit. Hey, you know what? With our team... Uh, I don't. I don't think that we would have any problem getting up to you know, fifty-four points, maybe even sixty points, seventy points by the end of the half. The problem is that the Raptors would be at like ninety. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I still think the Lakers are doing fine, and you'll be the seventh seed, and then losing the first round, or maybe the second. And the the season will go exactly as how expected. So I, I'm okay if we're the seventh seed and beat the Rockets. All would be well. Oh, please, please do that. Please do that. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be incredible. Uh, I want to thank Alex for joining us tonight. Thank you, Alex. Thank you for having me. 
we'll uh, we'll have you back hopefully before uh, the Lakers beat the Rockets in the first round. Of the <laughs> yeah, if you want to just bring me on to talk shit about the Rockets, please. <laughs> I'm in. I've I got a too. I've got a coworker who is a huge Rockets fan. I'm thinking we might just like set up a, a battle. Mm. He and Alex just go head to head, and because he gets hot, good. he gets really aggressive and angry. So this would be fun. Oh, you wait till I knock him out in round seven. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to turn down that mic gain, John. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I also want to thank all of our followers and uh, invite you, if you are not a subscriber already, to follow us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many others. And check us out on social media at www.lukewaltontalkslakers.com. Gia. There it is. Thanks for joining us. Uh, All right. Should Nick Young become a Laker? Only if he covers his entire throat in tattoos. <laughs> and what's the what is the conclusion of this, Alex? No, so do you think the Lakers should sign him? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're going to play this whole part. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Alex turned off his recording. Hi, everyone. Yes, I think the Lakers should sign um, Nick Young. Um... What else do they, I mean, they've got Rondo and Lance. Just complete the meme team. Remember when I said about that 13% alcohol drink? 